We all go through trials and tribulations in our lives, and those experiences shape who we are today. We are molded by them, and we are stronger because of them. In this series, I answer your life questions. Welcome to Forged by Fire. Before we get started today, I need you to hit that subscribe button down below so you never miss an upload, and also power up, punch that like button because it does help the channel. And if you do have any questions that you want me to answer, you can either drop a comment down below or there's a link in the description for a nice little form for you to fill out. With that being said, let's get started. For this first set of questions, I did pull them from Reddit. We got about five questions or so, and that was just because I do have such a small following, but this was a series I really wanted to try and tackle and get my feet under as quick as possible. So with that being said, let's get started. This first question comes under the Life Advice subreddit posted by user Mitchell42069, nice username. The title says, I am so lost. And the question reads, anyone have any advice they're willing to give for a situation where you have a massive crust on some chick, even though you are aware it wouldn't work out? I've liked her for a year now, and I can't change that for whatever reason. So Mitchell, you kind of answered your own question there. You can't change it. And this has been some energy that I've been on a lot recently, and that is only focus on what you yourself can control. At the end of the day, you can't control how anybody else feels about you and as soon as you get that through your head things are going to become a lot easier because then you're going to focus on things that you can control and the things around you that are in your grasp but trying to change someone's mind about you honestly it's probably going to be more of a turn off than a turn on the chase is all fun and games until you realize you're just chasing your own tail and you're never going to be able to catch it. So my best advice is move on, burn that bridge if you have to, whatever you have to do to get over those feelings and then maybe if you want to try and reconnect that bridge and form a friendship, that's your best bet from there. Question two, also posted on the Life Advice subreddit by user Mythic Switch. Title, I'm a genuinely lazy person and I want to fix it. So this reads, I'm a 20 year old female and all throughout my life I've been lazy and I'm only just coming to terms with this. Some examples, I dropped out of A-level psychology. I underperformed in A-level computer science because I didn't study enough. I took a year out of university. I can barely hold on a job because I feel like I just don't want to go to work. I just don't. I've always blamed this on sort of my depression, but I just can't keep hiding behind that anymore. The thing that just got this through my head was my girlfriend telling me in no uncertain terms that I felt more like her child than her girlfriend. She's done so much for me over the last half year. She's basically been financially supporting me while I look for jobs since I quit my last one in January, which was actually the best decision for me and was only partly influenced by laziness. It was a horrible environment and I was woefully inexperienced and underqualified, while also taking care of most of the household jobs. I don't do absolutely nothing. I usually wash up, do some laundry, and a small, and a small amount of general tidying, but that's not enough and I know it. I want to be a better person for myself and for her, but I don't know where to start. I guess I'm looking for advice or stories from anyone who knows where I'm coming from. Sorry for the ramble, I've got a lot of thoughts and I don't know how to get down properly. So we have a lot to work with here and that's always a good thing, but there are two main things that I wanna point out. The first is you can't just jump full-fledged right into it. As she said, just finding a place to start would be nice. Because let's be honest, you can't go into sprinting, into running a marathon by practicing to run a marathon. Like you can't just do a marathon in preparation for a marathon, if that makes any sense. You have to kind of break things up into chunk and, and work your way up into that marathon run. 
So one of the things that I've developed, and this is going to be a concept that I talk about in full in a video, it's called the two thirds rule. I think of everything in terms of percentages, and as long as you're over that 50% mark, you're pretty much in good water. And so by picking three tasks that you want to accomplish each day, and by just packing two of them and getting two done, you are 66% productive. And just, got, and just based off that, if you multiply that by a month, all of a sudden you're now looking at 66 tasks done per month that you wanted to do that you think are going to benefit you in a positive manner. You wanna span that out longer, obviously the math just keeps adding up. But regardless, just being above 50% and always working towards something because there is always something to do, that's probably going to help you. So that's my first piece of advice. Just pick three tasks that you wanna do each day and as long as you knock out two, you're in good water. The second is finding something that you're passionate about. Whether it's art, whether it's creating content like this, this is why I love what I do because I get to talk about mindset and motivation and whatever runs through my head through this outlet. It's what puts me on fire every single day. Maybe it's sports. It's clearly not, it's clearly not psychology because you dropped out of that class and it's clearly not computer science because you didn't want to put in the work for that either. So now you have to just find what you're passionate about, find what energizes you, what gets you out of bed and just go after it and go all in towards that. Question number three, also in the life advice subreddit posted by Tyron Terrier, am I in the wrong? I recently got into an argument with my girlfriend. I wanted to go public with our relationship and have wanted to do so for a while. We dated for two years, then broke up for a few reasons I won't get into. Then we kind of got together again. I want to go on a date and go public to make it official, but you would always find an excuse not to go public. At first I understood this. After a while, it just sounded like excuses. She said she needed reassurance, which at first I understood, but then I got confused. All I ever did was give reassurance that I'd always be there for her. When asked, she claimed that she needed reassurance from others, which is strange because why would you need reassurance from others to be in a relationship with someone? I might have pushed a bit too much and made some assumptions as to why she kept putting it off, but this is something I've wanted for a while and she knows it. I feel like she's, I feel like she's against going public because of what she said as well as what others have said about me in the past. Am I thinking too much about this? All right, this is fun for me because I do have some experience with this one in particular. Honest answer is she's probably hiding something. Maybe she, it, maybe she fears the judgment from other people. Maybe she's talking to another guy. I don't know what the case is, but if you're dating someone, you should be public about it. You aren't celebrities trying to hide your love life from the paparazzi. You know, it should be fun. It should be enjoyable. That's what a relationship should be. You know, and you don't have to flaunt it on Instagram or anything like that. But if you want to let the world know, like, hey, we're together, we're mine, we're cuffed together, like, then go for it. I, I'd be very hesitant to go through with this. It doesn't make sense that she needs reassurance from other people, as you pointed out, because she is dating you and she's not dating them. So I would honestly just keep pressing her on this and if she doesn't budge or give in, then honestly, you gotta kick it. Because it's not worth trying to put stress on a relationship even though you guys have a past, you guys are now trying to join back together. And by putting stress on it like this so early on during this reconnection process, as you mentioned that you guys broke up and then got back together now, it's probably doing more harm than good. And I think that's just something that you need to evaluate moving forward. Question number four, and also something I've experienced with, this is from the advice subreddit posted by Set My Soul Free. My mom keeps asking me about the meanings behind my tattoos and getting mad when I don't tell her. How should I deal with this? So this is, there's a whole explanation behind this, but honestly, we can just roll with that question because I don't think the details are, are all too important. So let's cut to the chase. I have two tattoos. I got one on my wrist right here, and I got one on my other wrist 
right here. You probably can't see them, but it's cool. They kind of show up in past videos. Um, the way I view things, and this is just my personal philosophy on tattoos, because I got tattoos when my parents were against it, when I had other family member, when I had other family members against it, and so what can you do? But here is the reality of the situation. You were confident enough in yourself to get something permanently placed on your body. Now, theoretically and technically, it is nobody's business why you got the tattoos that you got. However, you also have to understand that because you did get them and because they are permanently on your body and probably in places where they are where they are showing that now opens up the floodgates for questions that is something that you invite in when you do something so obvious to your body do you have to answer these questions no you can keep denying and pushing against them but just know when you have to be comfortable with the idea that this now opens up the floodgate for questions to be asked about you. Doesn't matter who it's from, whether it's your mom, a friend, a coworker, you opened up uh, Pandora's box essentially. So with that being said, I feel like you really can't get mad at your mom for asking these questions even if you don't have the best relationship with her because as I said, this is just something that, that you kind of brought upon yourself. This is something that you knew you were to get questions about and you kind of have to just roll with the punches. This is a situation that you created. And it's unfortunate because obviously, you know, if, you, if it is super personal meaning, you don't have to you know, unfold and dive into why you got it. You could always make up an excuse. But my best advice would honestly just come clean because you were confident enough to get those tattoos on your body. So for example, for me, I have my grandparents' initials right here and I have a pair of dice on this one as well. Grandparents', grandparents initials, that's pretty obvious. And then the dice because I like to bet on myself and I like to die on my own sword. It is uncomfortable talking about why you got tattoos. I've, I'm, so I've pretty much come around to it though. Uh, but I feel like that's just what you gotta do. You, it's part of the game, it's part of the process. And yeah, hope that helps. Fifth and final question posted by Mr. Anime Fanime. If life was a video game, what would be some hidden achievements? Now this is a super fascinating question. For anybody that grew up playing video games, there's often times where you have like these hidden challenges and once you complete something, you get a special reward for them. So now we're gonna apply this to life. But before we do this, I feel like we have to kind of break down what would a real life video game actually look like? What would you get rewards for? So let's cut the obvious ones. I feel like any major achievement uh, any known achievement, should I say, would be something that's more traditional. So for example, graduating college, that's an achievement. Getting your first job, that's an achievement. Job promotion, that's an achievement. Getting married, achievement. Having kids, achievement. The basic traditional modern lifestyle. So now we think outside of the box and what would be some hidden achievements. And I'm gonna take the opposite route here. I'm actually gonna go with something along the lines of, I feel like you should have like a mini happiness meter. And if as that bar fills up, that's when you get those achievements unlocked. So whether it could be, oh, you started this project and it makes you feel really good, like that's obviously something that's going to increase the meter and that's an achievement. Oh, you worked out for a week straight and you feel really good about yourself. Boom, that's another level up in the meter. Just different things like that. Whatever it is that energizes you and, and fills you with joy and passion throughout the day. Because I feel like that is just something that we don't spend a whole lot of time on. Obviously, that's something that I'm chasing here. I'm trying to build this thing up into what I want it to be because this is a passion project for me at the end of the day. So any way that I can fuel that and just stay energized, 
I feel like that's just what a basic hidden achievement in life would be. It's something that we don't talk about a lot. We do really just focus on that traditional modern lifestyle, but what are ways that we can keep, uh, better ourselves and heighten our sense of joy throughout our lives? I feel like that's just my answer to that question. Hidden achievements, if life were a video game. And that's gonna do it for this first episode of Forged by Fire. If you have any questions that you want me to answer, you can drop them in the comment section below, or I do have a Google form available in the top line of the description. Thank you so much for watching. If you enjoyed this video, be sure to leave a like and subscribe down below. We try to do this thing three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, for your daily source of motivation and inspiration. And hopefully I will see you back here next time. Peace.